protect you from paying for my sins and Aloha and hello there my gorgeous fabulous fantastic Joy bringing, full of life, Ohana. How we doing? Is your Capitan? I am riding solo today. I have had so much fun. Let me just say this to start. I've had so much fun having the opportunity, the privilege, and the honor to be spending the last couple episodes getting some uh, some of you Ohana on. I've had such an amazing time getting to know some of you guys on a more personal level, communicating, having fun, all that great, wonderful stuff. I've had so much fun. But uh, I'm having a, I'm riding solo today, riding solo, not a big deal. I know you guys probably wanted more people on, but we're going to worry. We're going to take care of that coming up. Got some fun episodes, got a game day. We're going to do two podcasts, two different podcasts versus each other to win some free coffee, hopefully to bring them both some new listeners and some new love and new followers, all that good stuff. We're going to be having my main man, uh, Joseph Pack, on in a couple weeks, uh, probably next week, I'm thinking. And we're going to discuss Black History Month and with... Uh, Ant-Man coming up. I think I'm going to probably get, no, I know I'm going to get one of my buddies who's a big Marvel fan. Great dude. Love him to death. Uh, We're going to get on and just kind of talk about our main thoughts of phase four so far and kind of discuss what we're hoping for, for and from Ant-Man. So that's kind of the, the, the futuristic look of coffee talk with Captain Coffee. So um, I do want to apologize. My voice is a little hoarse right now. I've had, um, well, actually, as we are speaking, as I'm recording this, the wifey is getting tested for uh, strep throat. Uh, I've had a sore throat since, well, today is Thursday, so for almost over a week now. So uh, she's getting tested. I ain't getting tested. I ain't getting that. I'm not doing that. I'm, listen, mm-mm. That ain't me, but uh, I'm going to do my best to not cough and not pause. I'm going to just do do my best. My, my throat's fine right now, but we're we're grinding. Been a, been a rough winter for the Captain Coffee household over here. Uh, very sickly this year. Oddly sickly. I don't know what's going on. Very strange, but whatever. Whatever. But anyway, uh, let's kind of dive into some updates. But uh, first and foremost, today's episode will be on Avatar and the way of water. And I also want to take a second to talk about Happiest Podcast on Earth. If you guys are not following them and you are not participating in their uh, happiest listeners that they're doing, they're amazing. It's an amazing podcast with just even better people. Uh, If you're a Disney fan, if you're just a fan of a good podcast that makes your heart feel warm and fuzzy, this is the podcast for you. Truly appreciate them. I love them. They have brought me so much joy through a lot of dark times in my life. So please go give them some love. Happiest podcast on earth. Uh, number two, I want to give my brother and his buddy, Dante Frezzo, Scott Bradley. I want to give their podcast a little shout out. It's called the wave podcast. Uh, they're a little more sports centered. They dive into sports and betting. And uh, let me say this. I've never met two people that have such miraculous chemistry together. Those two, when they interact with each other, is incredible. It's fun. It's lighthearted. They rag on each other, but it's in a loving brotherly way. Uh, I want to make sure that you guys go give them some love. It's called the wave podcast. Even if you're a sports listener at all, their episodes are wonderful, fun, easy to listen to. So please go show them some love. Okay. All right. Now let's, uh, let's actually do our thankful for thing. Actually, no, we're not. We're going to do the updates. Let's do updates now. Uh, Update, Captain Coffee Coffee. A new one is coming up. We are going to be doing one probably. Actually, as you guys are listening to this, it'll be campaign time. So uh, we are doing... You ready? Here, drum roll. (laughs) Banana nut bread flavored coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, Kayla and I, Mrs. Captain Coffee and I, we uh, we tasted this one last year around this time, actually. And uh, we fell in love with it. 
We have been dying to put this one on the shelf. Uh, it is absolutely out of all the flavors so far. I'm not trying to be uh, facetious or anything over the top dramatic. I know it can be, I have a flair for dramatics. I know y'all are like, there's no way, but I do. I have a flair for dramatics. Uh, that is one of, if not my favorite coffee I've ever tasted in my life. I'm obsessed with it now. And I will preface this. We got it in ground form. I am not a ground coffee fan. It it does not live up to the flavor when you get it whole bean. I have mentioned this on previous podcasts before. When you grind your coffee, once it's grounded, it starts to lose its freshness. Not completely. Just the flavor profile starts to diminish after two to three minutes of grinding. So when you buy a whole bag full of roasted coffee that's been grounded. Yeah, you could buy it fresh and use it within days. It's still going to have a little bit, a little bit of a lack of flavor and punch and that charisma that we all love. So that's why I'm such a whole bean lover. You can really taste the bean. So I'm so excited to get this in whole bean form and fall in love with it even more. Uh, so nut, uh, banana nut bread is the flavor we are doing. It's a layup. It's a layup, and I want to thank my my wonderful human being, uh, Diana Diana Morano, who we love so much on this podcast. She's been on a couple episodes. She is literally Mrs. Captain Coffee Nights, one of favorite people in the world. She's fabulous. Uh, we were actually down in Universal in September, and we were telling her about this idea, and I told her it was going to be Pokemon. She's like, nah, dude. Nah, no, nah, you got to change that. It's got to be Minions. And she's she's spot on. So um, banana nut bread with a minion theme. I've already got the logo done and everything, but I not, I just need you guys to kind of give me the name. Get creative. Have fun with it. I can't wait. Send it through messaging, text message, video, whatever you need. Just get it to email, whatever. Send me your names because the way it works for all you new listeners, when we put out a new coffee and we're doing our campaign for it, which is starting on the 3rd. You guys, which would be tomorrow for when I'm recording this, but anyway, you guys are going to send me your name suggestions. If we like it enough, and that's our winner, you guys, first off, get to kind of literally be a part of our Coffee Ohana because the name that you picked is our name for our coffee. So you can kind of brag about it. Hey, yo, you're at a party. This guy's like, yeah, I got in a fight with a shark, punched him in the nose. Other person's like, yeah, well, guess what? I got I got in a fight with a samurai, cut off my arm. Look, see? And you're like, yeah, cool stories. Literally, I picked the name of a coffee. That's now out there for purchase. That's cooler, in my opinion. It's awesome. So we want you guys to feel, as always, a part of the Ohana in any possible way we can. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, yeah, so that'll be fun. Very excited for that. Uh, more updates. I do. Uh, we did a survey a couple of weeks ago, and you guys were incredibly loving and kind during the inter, uh, during the survey. It was an anonymous survey. So thank you for that. Uh, there were some things I need to work on, and I, I hear them, and I see them. Uh, life, and I'm going to... Um, I'm going to dive into it a little bit today. I'm going to kind of, you'll see why uh, I really enjoyed Avatar so much. And you also see why I've been a little um, on the quiet side of posting. I've been doing my best. Life has been stressful. Got a new job, working my way into it, trying to make money for the family. This economy is not easy. Yeah, you know, you know all the bish, you know, all the bish. So, um, yeah. So there's the update. I'm going to do my best with the content. I'm going to do my best with the website. If you have any suggestions on the website that you think we could do to make it more user-friendly or easier for you, um, Evan Peters gave me some great suggestions that I'm working on now. If you guys got anything, please send it to your boy. I'm here. I'm all ears all the time for you, my gorgeous Ohana. All right. Here we go. Now, let's do what we always do. Let's do our breathing and our thankful for it. 
All right. So let's take, I'm going to do my best here. I might kind of mute it because it's, I'm all, I'm all gross, but let's go ahead and do our deep breathing. Here we go. We're going to focus on a four second inhale, and then we're going to control that exhale through the mouth. Imagine you're opening your mouth just to put a little straw in between your lips. Okay. Here we go. Big inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth in three, two, one. Oh, it feels so good. I don't know if y'all know this. I think I've talked about it. When you take time to focus on your deliberate breathing, it literally lowers your heart rate. And that is something that we all are very elevated. We're on our phones constantly seeing shit that makes us anxious, whatever it may be, work, life, circumstances, the news. Um, For me, it's Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts, you know, causes stress. So it's good to take a couple minutes a day to just, and I know we only did one, but it's good to start a good proper habit of just good focused breathing and control that exhale. The exhale is really what makes that heart rate fall. So um, what I'm thankful for, oh man. I'm thankful for the lessons that we learn in unexpected situations. And that leads into today's episode, um, which was Avatar. Um, Avatar Way of Water, Mrs. Captain Coffee and I saw it the other night. Absolutely loved it. We, I loved it. I loved it. Kayla liked it a lot. Um, a little update on Mrs. Captain Coffee. Not even an update, just a, just some general knowledge of how she is and who she is. It's adorable. Whenever we watch a show or a movie, she always, 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 always looks up the spoilers because she doesn't like being anxious. She'll sit on her phone. She'll play games on her phone because she's too anxious to watch. I'm the opposite. I am like diving in. I'm on the edge of my seat. So uh, Mrs. Captain Coffee was very stressed. Okay. And this is spoiler warning. There are spoilers in this. So if you have not seen it, um, I'm going to do my best. I'll do my best to not give spoilers. I'll do my best. There's one that I there's one story arc that I will give a spoiler to, and that's the one that hit me the most. Other than that, <clears throat> I will do my best to not give spoilers. I'm just going to talk surfaced on what I like, but there will be one spoiler, and I will warn you when that's coming. How about that? There we go. One spoiler at the end. That's and that's going to be kind of the main focus of today's episode anyway about the movie. Um, all right, so let's start with the music. Um, <clears throat> you've heard me talk in the past about how much music speaks to me on an emotional, spiritual level. Uh, as I've grown in my life and my rock, my, my, my bolt has been shaken and stirred and broken and have fallen in the ocean multiple times from a broken boat. My faith has changed and I'm very much centered in the vibrations of the music and what music, how, how music, not lyrics. I'm not a lyrics guy. I'm a music guy. So a lot of people are, my dad is a huge both. He loves lyrics. He loves lyrics. I'm not, I am a strictly the instrumental, the way it, connects with the scene the way it connects with the emotion does the music make me feel more emotional or less and avatar's music was phenomenal phenomenal just blew me out of the water that pun intended uh it was it was gentle but it was also very uh captivating and that's something that's very hard to do it's a very big trait to one of my favorites Hans Zimmer who's a he's amazing at making the music soft but you know it's got power to it and I think that that's a beautiful um skill to have as a composer so the music was uh spot on there was never a time where I was like that doesn't feel right the music didn't uh there's never a time when the music felt flat to me the music for the scenes was just there's this one scene again no spoilers on this but <clears throat> Pardon me. There's a scene where 
<clears throat> they're all swimming under the water. Again, I'm not going to tell you why they're there. You know, for all of you that have seen the movie, you know what scene I'm talking about. But I can also kind of give a brief description of this scene. It's almost like James Cameron's like, all right, I know I'm the shit. I know I can make visual masterpieces. So I'm going to show you for an extended period of time. There's literally like a 10-minute scene of them underwater and different shots. And between the visuals, which we're going to get to in a minute, and the music combined with what's kind of going on in the movie, it made me emotional. It was beautiful and perfectly well done. Pardon me. Sorry, like I said, my throat's a little off. So I just think the music did exactly what it's supposed to. It was a three hour long movie and the music kept me captivated, me personally. And I think that that is something that's hard to do. There's a lot of movies that I go watch and I'm like, the music's lacking. Um, for one, um, any Marvel movie these days, their their music's terrible. It's cheap and it's lazy and it's not emotional. It's not connected. It's not, uh, in my opinion, it's not deliberate and captivating you and making you feel more engulfed into the movie. This movie did a fabulous job on the music. So I got to look up who the composer is. 10 out of 10. Amazing. All right, let's hop into visuals. Uh, holy f- shit. Wow. I mean, there were times now there were, there was a couple shots where I was like, okay, that looked a little cheesy. Not a big deal happens. If you're, if that's all that, that's the cheesiness visually. Oh my God. Like the the people that are called the sky people. That's us, the humans. When they come down to earth, the uh, back down to Pandora and they get in their big armor suits. Like the armor suits don't look great, which is okay. I don't care. I'm not there for that. I'm there to see the Navi. And uh, I got to say, there were shots in that movie when I was watching um, Jake Sully. That's the main character. And watching, I forget what her name is. Um, Natiri. I think that's her name. Natiri. That's the mo- That's the wife. So Jake Sully and Natiri, when they were, um, there was a fight scene that was happening at the end of the movie where I'm like, how are they making these people move like this? They're real. Like there were shots of them underwater where I'm like, the way the hair moved. And I'm like, you, this is not what they're real. Like I truly forgot. I was watching CGI. When you go and watch a Marvel movie, you know, you're watching CGI. Yeah, sure. It's not bad, but like this was a, and I am not, I am not pulling my punches. When I say this, this was a visual masterpiece with what he achieved with the CGI. It doesn't feel like CGI. When we say CGI these days, we think of, you know, we think of all the Marvel movies. We think of, um, honestly, Star Wars sometimes, where the this, this CGI is just so damn cheap. You're like, ugh. This was mind-blowing, captivating. Just emotionally invested. In, he was emotionally invested in giving us a masterpiece, a masterpiece through CGI. The last time I was this captivated with CGI was Rogue One. And that was great. This is a whole nother level. Uh, the detail, like the skin, the, the, um, I'm trying to think of the right word, I guess you could say like the skin detail, the way that it, the, there's wrinkles, there's definition, there's the facial hair, there's the dents, there's the acne, whatever it may be. They had it all and it looked just miraculous. Uh, there was the, uh, the underwater sequences were, I didn't know it was fake. I had no, I, I would not, 
you would show me this if you didn't have the avatars in there and you're like, yo, look at what we just found in Australia. I'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing. It looked that real. Un- unbelievable. Could not wrap my head around how perfect and well done the CGI was. Just 10 out of 10, chef's kiss. Uh, all right, let's dive into story. Actually, hold on. Maybe I shouldn't do that one yet. Yeah, let's dive into story. Let's dive into story. Characters here. Uh, this is about Jake Sully and Natiri and their four children. And then they're like fifth adopted little human guy. And that's the main story part that I didn't love. Uh, that was the only thing that felt weird to me is there was this humanistic aspect. And I know they did it. Like, again, I'm not going to give spoilers. But the human kid that's in the movie has a relation to someone else that's we've seen in the first movie. And they used it as an emotional ploy and motivation and it was fine i didn't love it it felt very out of place at times i i couldn't get connected to that story that's the only major downfall and i wouldn't even call it a downfall just compared to how the other stories were in my opinion that one lacked majorly to me uh which happens no story can be perfect you know but uh let's get into the dynamic of uh let's see the, the water people i don't know what they're called <laughs> pardon me um, I don't know what they're called, but uh, they were uh, awesome, amazing. Uh, just the difference in detail about the fact that the air people need to be smaller, more aerodynamic, which is genius. And then the water people need to be a little bit thicker with larger hands, bigger tails, help them swim better. Just beautiful. Their skin color is a little bit more on the lighter blue and I would think it'd be the other way around, but whatever, because of the tan of the sun, but whatever, it worked and it was beautiful. I really enjoyed the ask, the, uh, the, um, the relationship of the water tribe and Jake Solly. Again, I'm not going to say why he's there, uh, but I really, I loved that. There was a respect level, but there's also a cautiousness to it. And it was awesome. It was great. I just, I loved, I loved the aspect of, you know, the kids, the kids got, didn't get along at first. Uh, and then they kind of banded together towards the middle of the movie. Loved that. I thought that's just very how it is, man. Tribes can be very uh, territorial and prideful and see people that are different as freaks. And um, I think the way that James Cameron handled that was very well done for all you that are watching and have seen it. Uh, there's a scene in particular where I was like, I got mad watching it because I'm like, you sick son of a. Mm. But it just the way it works and why why the one kid is doing what he's doing. I was like, oh. I don't agree with what you're doing, but I see the parallel. So very well done by James Cameron when it comes to that story. Um, all right. Now let's get into, man, let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Okay. This is something that I want to talk about. This is a thing that's been on my mind a whole lot. Um, and I'm going to probably more than likely get a little bit emotional. So bear with me here and I'm going to be authentic. I That's something that I'm really trying to be. I don't want to, put on a fake facade. I want to be my, my true self all the time. Um, the dynamic between Jake Solly and Atiri and their four children, they had an older son, a middle son, a daughter, and then a younger daughter. I think that's the order that, no, I think it went older son, daughter, younger son, and then the baby girl. Uh, 
the dynamic was just miraculous. Um, oh boy. As a dad that doesn't have the honor and the privilege to be with his kids 24 seven and have a true, fully committed family like they do watching the struggles that they have as a full family made me jealous. And I know that some of you are watching like, dude, this is about an alien race. Yeah, I know. But to see Jake have two sons that look at him like their hero and he holds them to such high standard of the kids, he holds his kids to such high standard, just made me very attached to their relationship from the get-go. Knowing that I will never have that complete of a family makes me very sad. Knowing that I have done everything in my power to make that dream be. Other forces are in play where right now that I can't control that is putting a divider between that and watching that movie and seeing the relationship and the correlation between the two sons and the father and seeing how they're struggling. It made me very um, attached to that story and it made me want more of it. I didn't care about anything else in that story other than the two sons and the father, seeing them interact as a family, seeing them struggle as a family with no other outside forces other than the threat for their life, which I get is bad, but it's, uh, it just makes me, it makes me wish I could have what they had. I was watching that movie being very envious that when Brooks and Kylo are struggling, when they're having their dark days, which we all have, I'll be there no matter what the situation. It's not the case for me. Seeing Jake be able to be with his sons when they're struggling, teach them lessons daily, teach them lessons about respect and uh, love and gentleness and kindness and authority was just something that I can do half the time. And it made me envious, like I've said, and I think that's fair for me to say. I think so. And I think that they did a wonderful job of showing the struggle of a family without it being in your face and awkward or pushy. It was, to me, it was perfectly well done. And this is the spoiler part. Um, so if you don't want to know, just kind of fast forward a couple seconds here. But when this three, two, one spoiler, but when the older son died, oh boy, oh boy, that one was brutal to me as a father because I love my children. And there's no bigger fear. If you're if your parent, there's no bigger fear than the fear of seeing your kids go before you. And that one just absolutely wrecked me. I haven't cried that hard in a movie theater since probably Endgame. And it's still kind of in, in the back of my mind. And then the worst part, the worst part is, is most dads can go home and kiss their kid know that they can go home and cuddle their boy. I don't have that. I have it half the time. And I've tried and I've tried to 
make things so I can have that constantly in some realm. But there's outside forces that is preventing me from having that. So it made me very envious watching that movie, knowing that there are dads out there that are maybe having a date night or they just had a night to themselves. They could go out and watch this movie and come home and love their boys or their kids in general. But for me, it's my boys. And at the end of the movie, slight spoiler, Sully said that being a dad means protecting your children. There's no, it's what gives you drive. It's what gives you motivation. And Man, I'm sorry for getting emotional, y'all. I told you it was going to happen. Told you. Um, that line with what was going on in the movie might have been one of the more profound for where I'm at in my life and my journey. Might have been one of the more profound, beautiful verses, sayings, quotes, whatever you want to call it. Heard it a long time. And it was just from beginning to end, that movie kept me captivated, kept me engaged. And I think the reason why it kept me engaged for so long was because of the family aspect. <laughs> made me jealous. It made me kind of angry that I don't have that. So I, there's my review of Avatar. I loved it. I adored it. I want to go see it again. And I want to go cry again. And I want to soak it in and watch the visual masterpiece, the musical masterpiece, and the story masterpiece to me that it is. And I think something that I kind of want to leave off with, um, if you are a parent, your kids are struggling, and you're struggling, or there's a, you're just in a tough rut, always remember that there are parents out there I don't get to see their kids 24-7. Please don't take it for granted. Please don't. From someone that can't see his kids 24-7, I'm asking you to take some time over the next couple of days and just shift that perspective a little bit to something a little bit more thankful. And yes, kids can drive us freaking bonkers. They might not be sleeping. They might be having attitudes. But when you really think about it, our kids need us so much. And you have an amazing privilege to be with them whenever you damn well please. And that's something that I got from Avatar is that, you know, Jake said it, where our family, our fortresses, you all have that luxury. Don't blow it. Please don't. I see so many parents, so many parents. And I, and I want to give, I want to give Nick Foster. If you all don't know Nick Foster, I, I'm going to say his username on Instagram. And I advise you to please, with everything you have, go follow this man. The Theme Park Dad. The Theme Park Dad on Instagram. Uh, he's one of those dads that... Oh, he takes advantage of the fact that he's with his kids as often as he is. And there's so many times where I see him doing what he's doing and it makes me so happy for him, but it makes me so envious. So remember, your family is where your fortress is. And Nick Foster shows me that on a regular. And I hate that it took me a freaking movie of aliens to show me that. But please go cherish your children for me, please. Because it's a very, it's a very tough 
thing to swallow that when you want to go hug your children and you want to go just, you know, when you have a dog or a cat or an animal that you just love and you get that random, just, Oh my God, my animal's going to die someday. I need to go hug and love my child or my, my animal. That's what it's like, but you can't. And it's your children. And I'm not, I am not downplaying the love that we have for our animals. I'm going to be distraught when my cats go, but man, when you just have that desire to hug and love your children, please go do it. Okay. So I'm sorry this turned into something so deep and emotional, but like I said, you don't like it, then you can always turn it off. And that's okay. I always want to try to be authentic and real. Um, you know, I always talk about storms and I always talk about dancing in the storms and embracing them and not being scared of them and just, Dive in head first. Find your storm buddies. I've got my storm buddies. And um, I'm going to thank a couple of them. Of course, Mrs. Captain Coffee. She's my anchor. I would be lost in this storm without that woman. Her organizational skills drive me freaking nuts. But damn it, do I just adore that woman. I want to thank my buddy, Eddie. Uh, you are... Probably one of the more profound human beings I've ever met that has changed my perspective. I want to thank my parents. I want to thank Evan Peters. Um, I want to thank Happiest Podcast. Been great. And there's so many others. Matt Martin, Nick Morris, Chris Axel. I mean, God, I can't even. Brad Dotson. There's so many of you. So many. And uh, Stephanie Crisson. Like, there's just so many. And I don't want to keep going down the list. But I just want to thank you guys and... Thanks for letting me be your captain, your captain of the coffee. So um, go watch Avatar. Go watch it so you can see what I'm talking about. From beginning to end, I was captivated. Didn't feel like it was a three-hour movie. A lot of people were like, oh, it felt like a three-hour movie. Nope, it did not. I looked down at my my phone vibrated because there was a Caps game going on. I looked down at my phone and I was like, our movie started at 5.30. So then between commercials and stuff, it started at 5.45. I looked down at my phone and it's 7.40. Uh, it was like eight. It was like eight, no, what time? It was like 7.45. And I was like, oh, all right, two hours in. Great. And then my phone buzzed again at 8.30. And I was like, oh my God, the movie's going to be done in like 15 minutes. What? <laughs> Amazing. It was just, I just, ugh. So I went and saw um, Doctor Strange and that was an hour and 40 minutes. That felt like a four hour movie. Oh, I couldn't wait to leave the theater. Could not wait. This movie, I wanted more. James Cameron said he has a seven hour and 30 minute cut of this movie. I'd watch it. I'd do it. I'd do it. Uh, my buddy Evan Peters and I talked. We think that slowly Avatar is moving up our favorite fr favorite franchises. First one, Kayla and I rewatched it a couple days ago. Not great, but not bad. This one, in my opinion, was everything it was it was cracked out to be. Uh, the wait was worth it, in my opinion, for sure. For sure. So um, much love to you guys. Thank you for listening to me ramble on here. Sorry if I got a little too deep, a little too serious and overdramatic, whatever it may be. Uh, I just, when I get these urges to speak truth, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm never going to hold back and not speak what my heart's telling me to say. Uh, like I said, I want to be authentic. This is my real me. These conversations I'm having with you, I've had with Caleb. I have with Eddie, I have with my parents. It's real. Real talk, real people. I'm not going to be some fake behind the camera. Oh, my life is wonderful and great. Yay, yay, yay. No, it's not me. You're going to get the real me all the time. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. 
mindful change. So, uh, yes, recommend Avatar. Absolutely. Get off your asses and go see it. It's worth the investment of time. I promise. I really do. I think it's uh, it's an investment that's worth your three hours. It's just a beautiful movie. Um, some people told me to go see it in 3D. I didn't. I saw it in standard viewing, and it still blew me away. So go see it. And that's all I got. Thank you guys for being my Ohana. Thanks for allowing me to talk when my voice is almost gone and getting emotional and crying. It's just the way that I am and I'm never going to change. So thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Uh, get ready. We got banana nut bread coffee. We got the theme out, minions. Let's go. Let's get it. I'm pumped. Love y'all. As, as always, may the brew be with you.